Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcasts. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me today on Women in Ministry TV broadcast, Facebook Live, and Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and an honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through Women in Ministry TV. If you are here for the first time, welcome. If you are listening to my podcast for the first time, I also welcome you. And the reason why um, this podcast was, I created this podcast and this broadcast was leaders are on a tight schedule. And we must be creative when it comes to time to read the word and meditating on God's word. Devotions with Deanna was created as one of the solutions to support busy leaders. My prayer is that you will be inspired to become the person after God's own heart and your strength will be renewed. A couple weeks ago, I was going along with, well, this year I actually started um, on Growing in grace is the topic for the year. And that was got with the word that the Lord gave me personally to grow in grace. So I've just, um, I thought I will just grow with, grow in grace and um, share with you what the Lord is showing me. So today, as I continue the theme of growing in grace, I will be going over one of the five reasons growing in grace is important for your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Not only will you personally benefit from your growth in grace, but you will ultimately influence those around you to grow and mature in grace as well. We define influence as the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone, something, or, or the effect itself. <clears throat> the question I would like you to ask yourself today is, do you want to have a good, good or bad influence on those that you lead? Your influence on others for good will depend greatly on what they see in you. I want to share with you three tips on how to achieve a godly influence. Today's scripture references will come from 1 Peter 1, 13, through 16, 1 Corinthians 4, 16, and 11, 1, and then Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. The first tip to achieve godly influence is to know the way. Imitate Christ. In 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16, I'm going to read it to you through from the Message Bible. I love how it really um, reads. <clears throat> so roll up your sleeves, get your head in the game, be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. Don't lazily slip back into the into those old grooves of evil, doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then, you do now. As obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life. A life of energetic, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. God said, I am holy, you be holy. We all know this is a high calling. As Christians, we are called to be holy. 
not only is it our duty to be holy, but it should be our desire as well. When we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, we want to please him. Pleasing God comes out of our love for him and our dedication to his service. It does take grace-driven effort to walk in our high calling of holiness. When you are committed to God's holiness, you can you have the ability to say no to your fleshly desires and live for the will of God. When you are committed to God, you can be alert, keep your mind clear, and fit for your walk with God. I love the quote from Charles Spurgeon that says, Holiness is not the way to Christ. Christ is the way to holiness. <clears throat> the second tip to achieve godly influence is to show the way. You want, uh, you want your life to show the way to, and to imitate me. Imitate how I am following Christ, how I am acting like Christ. 1 Corinthians 4.16 says, Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. We see here that Paul understood the ultimate role model is Christ. As he strove to be like Christ, he urged others to follow his example. Paul was not boasting. He understood fully that the only things in his life worth emulating were the things that were like Jesus. He was taking on the responsibility of a mentor or a leader, and he took it very seriously. He was motivated by the love for those Christians less mature in their faith than he was. His desire was not only that they be like him. No, his desire was not that they be like him, but like Christ. You know, we often choose our role, mod role models or our mentors unwisely. We idolize sports figures or celebrities knowing very little about their character. Then we are crushed to discover that our heroes are those that we put on pl platforms or um, high pedestals, that they're not all that we thought they were. It is important to be smart about who is who you are choosing your role model to be, or your mentor to be. Take stock, take stock of who exerts the most influence of your in your life right now. Is it someone whose example you'd better off not follow? Consider, consider maybe ending an unhealthy relationship and seeking out those who, by their example, will show you to become more like Jesus. Our third um, the third tip that I want to share with you to achieve godly influence is to go the way. That means to perform, to do an action. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, be followers of God as dear children and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. The action in achieving godly influence is by imitating or mimicking God. Imitating, and that's, we get the word mimicking from imitate. Imitating God is equal to walking in love. 
We are called to model our life after Jesus, imitating him rather than others. Jesus Christ is the perfect example of the love God requires. And then we are to go and we are to love others. Um, And that's by leading and mentoring others with a heart of love. Um, I found this little uh, helpful mountain guide from John MacArthur. He says, since all Christians are imperfect, we need the example of someone who also is imperfect, but knows how to deal with imperfection. And I think that's the key, dealing with the imperfection. Perhaps this illustration that he gives will help. Suppose we decide to embark on a dangerous mountain climbing expedition and a helicopter comes in, drops a leader on top of the mountain and the leader looks down at us and says, this is the top, just climb up here. This is where you want to be. This is where you get to see and do the things leaders get to do. He would not be as much help as someone climbing up the path ahead of me saying, follow me, I know the way up. Christ shows us the goal we need to achieve, but we also need someone to model the process of reaching the goal. Only by overcoming sin can we become more like Christ. So we need to find another Christian who is also battling to overcome sin. A godly human example can show you how to deal with all of the products of our fallen flesh. Begin to search for and follow a godly guide. And as I share that with you, who the question to ask yourself also, who is looking at you for that leadership? For you to show them this is, you know, I've fallen in that area and I've overcome in this area. Follow me. Who is looking to you for that example? So as you reflect on the example of Jesus Christ, take stock of your lifestyle. Is there a family resemblance? Do you look like Jesus Christ? Would others who see your life conclude that your partner with that you partner with those who are disobedient or obedient? Give thanks, God. Give thanks today for the transforming grace of God. If you see something that needs to change, what concrete first step can you take to follow God's example? Thank you for joining me. I pray that you um, have a blessed week, and I pray that this was encouraging to you. That um, that you can you can imitate Christ, that you can show someone, you can show someone imitate me because I'm imitating Christ. And then that you can go and you can love on others just like Christ loves others. And so I'm going to pray for you before we close. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for um, just the example that Paul gives us in the Bible, um, that he was not the best person in the beginning of his life, but that there was a change that he made. And then he went out and his goal was to influence others to follow Christ and to follow him. And um, 
he gives us great examples in the Bible to um, to make that next step. And so, Lord, I just thank you for um, the ones that you have placed in our lives that are mentoring and leading us and the ones that are underneath us that are um, that. that you have placed in our lives that we can lead um, in the right direction. And Lord, I just thank you for the listeners today. I thank you for um, just everything that you have given us um, to go forth in this, in this life and to, um, to lead others in the right direction. I give you all the praise and glory and honor. Thank you. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So I pray that you have a wonderful week. I thank you for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in next Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Time as we continue on growing in grace together. Um, tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcasts on either YouTube channel or Facebook page, or you can tune in on the Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel or podcast. And I will, I will upload this devotion to the podcast as well. If you have a specific prayer request that you would like me to pray for you, you can send me an email to devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day.